2: Welcome back. It is the afternoon show here on Sports Radio 94, WIP 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Friday afternoon. Football Friday, Super Wild car Weekend Friday. Yeah. Wow, I got so big, much football. Big pimping. <laughs> and JC. <laughs> uh, I'll go back to the phones in a second, but the Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at Marks-Jewelers.com. Who is Monday most on in order for this team to get a win? Jalen, Sirianni, or the defense? Jalen is in the lead at 36%, but Sirianni's at 31%, and the defense is at 33%.
3: I'm actually shocked at the whole defense thing. People actually still expect a lot out of this defense. Come on, Redick.
2: <laughs> Reddick and the boys, get on out there. Hey, man, Slay's back. Slay's back.
3: Well, as I am happy that Slay is back, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, Slade, you can only cover one player at a time. This yeah. is the Slade debut in Patricia's uh, defense. Uh, oh. He hasn't played yet. You think he's excited? Oh, oh he's
2: fired up. He's, he's got something to prove.
3: Oh, I did not even think of that, Buzz. How about that? Look at
2: that. Look at Buzz. Uh, how's
3: Let's that going when practice this week? Anybody ask? Are they talking? About that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're, They're hugging get... it out,
2: right? Well, <laughs> Patricia said the first day he got here, they hugged it. Hugged it out. and Well, he
3: certainly handled it. He handled his end of it well. I don't know how Slay would answer some of these questions.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. Um, (laughs) Selective press conference availability by the PR department there. trying to think. What did Mike Evans do in the the first matchup against them? Oh, he didn't
3: do much. He got that one touchdown late. That
2: was a Slay uh, revenge game after the uh, Justin Jefferson. Yes, cooked him. Cooked him.
3: Cooked
2: him. Yeah, he he had 60 yards receiving. Yeah. He did have a touchdown, but
3: whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, he got the uh, the late touchdown. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we go back to the phone, too. That, that was my anytime touchdown that
2: game. <laughs> seems like you remember very fondly. Uh, no AJ Brown at practice today. <sighs> Not great. Howard said last night 49 51 that he thinks he plays, which is even more concerning. But I would say the most concerning yeah, thing
3: why, why would he say 49 51?
2: So, because he's Howard. So the first thing he said was 50 50, and they pushed him on. He's like, all right, 49 left 50. <laughs>
3: 51. When I'll give the 1% advantage. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he still started it with 49. It's 51-49.
2: No, but 49-51 he's going to play. So he thinks it's a, a worse chance that he.
3: That's what I'm saying. I, I get it now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he's saying there's a worse chance that he's there's a more likely chance that yeah. he's not going to play than play. Yeah. Which I think I said yesterday.
2: Which I think you said yesterday. Yeah. Did you also mention that, that Jordan Davis's mom might be here
3: cooking for him? I think I might have mentioned that too. <laughs> Interesting.
2: Yeah. Did Howard mention both that at, at, at six possibly, o'clock? Possibly. Riding with the king. Yeah. Sources. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh good stuff from the king Sources. there. But but the most concerning thing yes. regarding H A Brown, our receiver, is that he's taken all of his eagle stuff off of his Instagram. Yeah, yeah that's
3: more important than him not practicing today.
2: Yeah. Now it is uh, important to note. Yes. He is still following the Eagles on Instagram. That
3: is, oh, thank
2: God, because if he unfollows the Eagles, that that it's, really it's over.
3: that really would have been a story.
2: Yeah, it's, it's game over. So maybe it's zero dark thirty, like LeBron. He's doing, not he's pe- doing LeBron. Not he's locked in for the playoffs. Okay, so maybe t- Tuesday he gets the social get his media. Look at his phone back. back Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think he deleted his Twitter too. So
3: he just deleted the, the account.
2: Yeah, 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 it doesn't exist. Try and search him. Yeah, it's it doesn't there. exist. Wow. Yeah. So this. So
3: when you delete your account, because I've never done this, that means you have to start over again. No,
2: I think I think you can like deactivate it, and you have the ability to reactivate it. But you just
3: and it keeps all your same followers. And I everything? believe so. Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. So, yeah.
3: I've never done that. Me, me either. Yeah. Keep a keep a lookout to see if I ever unfollow WIP.
2: Yeah. If that happens. <laughs> You're in trouble with the station. <laughs> we'll you yeah, and management hit yeah. the breaking news. Issues.
3: Yeah, if I ever un- unfollow the afternoon show and, or WIP. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: well, I'm sure someone's gonna be monitoring it. But still, <laughs> uh, it is noteworthy, of course, because modern athletes yeah. that when this the way they communicate when they do things on social media, it matters because they're trying to send a message. And again, I the, the hope obviously is that he's just trying to lock in for the playoffs. The concern is, is he mad at someone? Like, why did he decide now to take all his Eagle stuff off? You don't have to take all your Eagle stuff off social media. It's
3: weird. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> you, you honestly could just not go on social media. You don't, Or you could post, I'm going zero dark <laughs> yeah, charity exactly. mode or whatever. Yeah, one of those. One why two. are you taking all the
2: Eagle <laughs> stuff off of your Instagram? I agree. Because that's only – again, these guys are probably frustrated because they think everything they do causes panic in the streets. But, like, this is going to cause panic in the streets.
3: Yeah, moderate panic. Moderate
2: panic. Yeah. yeah. But when he unfollows the Eagles, then it's
3: – Yeah, I I um, I um, even – even if A.J. plays, I'm concerned as to how effective he would be as a player. hmm You know, he said he's playing a position that, I mean, man, he needs to be able to come in and out of cuts and run at full speed and make people miss. Hard to do with that wide receiver position. Pretty sure he's getting round-the-clock treatment. hmm
2: and plus, I mean, on top of the injury, it's also going to rain. Right. So, so and you got that. He's better have long cleats, I guess, is my uh...
3: – Oh, yes. Please have, have the, the long spikes <laughs> exactly in. Exactly right.
2: Who is uh, who is Monday on? It's, I think it's on Jalen. I mean, even if A.J. Brown's a little bit banged up, and uh, even if he doesn't go, like, there's still enough here. And he's going to lose talent as he goes along with the contract. It's as simple as that. So he's got to go win a, a, a playoff game on Monday. It's as simple as that. Tom's in Avington. What's happening, Tom?
0: Yo, fellas, How we doing today? What's up, Tom? What's up, yeah, Tom? Not much. Just really pissed off at my football team. Uh, so, yeah, we got um, these historic, well, possibly historic playoffs coming up. We got these matchups with these players playing against their old teams. We got the Browns and the Lions in the playoffs. And what do we got here? A fifth seed going to Tampa?
2: They are favorites, yep. Tom.
0: <laughs> They're going to lose the game,
2: Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? I I think they are going to lose the game. They shouldn't yeah. lose the game, but I think they will lose the game.
0: They that. absolutely will in this game. I heard something on these airways earlier from Joe Giulio that I thought I'd never hear. He said, "Was it a good point?" uh no, nah, he rarely makes good <laughs> points. But he said, uh, "Quote: I'm so jealous of Cleveland sports talk right now." End Why? quote. Why? Because the Flacco thing. Well, you know Ed's love for Nick Foles and all that. It's uh-huh. a backup quarterback. He does love the but, backup quarterback.
2: He used to feel under, his way about Jalen, and then he became the starter. But a of
0: those words on, on WIP, that just shows you the this, this state that this team is in. I mean, they're going to lose this game. Like It's going to be a crazy game. They'll lose like 18-15, something like that, and they got to ax Nick. Because this, this game is on Nick.
2: But why is it on Nick instead of Jalen?
0: Is Jalen going to be here in five years? Well, uh, we don't know that, but we'll see. Okay. But most likely, right? Isn't no, I, no, hold right on, here? hold
3: on, hold on. When's the last time we had a quarterback here for eight years? Because that would be – or eight or nine. That would be year number nine. When's the last yeah. time we had a quarterback here for nine
0: years? But I believe in Jalen. I guess
3: it would be my <laughs> no, no, to that. Okay, I'm just saying there's, there's no guarantee he's well, going to be on. here in five You were years also
2: before. in the LTBB, Tom. Let's not forget that.
3: Oh, well, everybody else can flip-flop, but I can't. (laughs) No. (laughs) no, It's not about flip-flopping. It's just pointing out that there's no guarantee that he's going to be here that
0: long. No, there isn't. But I I think Nick has pretty much exposed himself this year as who he is. I mean, we have a team that's a year removed from a Super Bowl they should have won if he didn't get out coached in. And what has he done with this team? He's not a leader of men. He just isn't. I mean, I keep hearing people call up to their station and give their thoughts on what's going on, this issue, that issue, that player, this player. and Nobody knows, of course, but I don't think Nick knows. And that's a problem.
2: Yeah. Well, listen, if they go out on Monday, Tom, and uh, I appreciate the call, and it it does obviously look like how it's looked down the stretch here, of course, Nick's in trouble. But when you pay a quarterback the amount that they paid him, and you are a franchise quarterback – like he is, he is supposed to be an eraser, and like they could draw up the most brilliant game plan of all time. They could do all this stuff, but if the quarterback can't execute it, then then what's it matter? You know, I mean that's that's what's on the line on Monday.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, unless listen, and and they are obviously closer to the situation than any of us are, and they know what's going on behind the curtains down there at the Novacare. But to me, there would have to be a complete mutiny uh, in that locker room um, to fire Nick Sirianni. Talking about Nick Sirianni has been exposed for who he is. No, you all have just come around to accepting who he is. See, winning maxed all that. He's the same guy he's always been. He didn't have a lot to do with the X's and O's when they were winning. But now we all want him to be Sean McVay and come up with a game plan that, that, that somehow fixes the team. I get it. That's what we want but that's not who he is that's not who he's been he's the same coach he's always been the the emotional one the passionate one the wears his emotions on his sleeves and things of that nature he's that same coach that when they were ten and one and there were people complaining about some of his antics on the sideline nobody cared about it you were proud to say let him be who he is when he's mugging the camera a Philly guy oh he's a Philly guy he's the same guy he wasn't an excellent old guy then either he wasn't an exit old guy. He wasn't designing plays. We think he just all of a sudden forgot how to design plays. He was never that guy. We discovered that in the first seven weeks of, this, of, his, of his first year. Mm-hmm. Like, we discovered that. And if you want to say, okay, he's lost the locker room, he can't motivate him anymore, okay. And that may be true. That may be the case. But just know the whole idea about him being a fraud coach and all that stuff, that's nonsense. He's the same coach he's been the entire time he's been here.
2: Yeah, I think the the one thing that would have changed the the offense exited and o stuff that was obviously never his specialty. Even if he says it's his offense, the, the concern would be
3: he doesn't have an offense. Where where, where do you get an offense from?
2: Fra- uh, Frank Reich, <laughs> I guess. Just, I mean, so yeah, somebody uh,
3: else's offense. Is Mount his Union, offense,
2: yes. yeah, Mount Union. Is,
3: I, I I don't know. I understand. Go ahead. But I'm just, just saying,
2: like the 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 reason why he would get fired on Monday if they lose is not about the offense. It's about if he still if the team still believes it. 'Cause if he's not gonna the offensive guy, then he has to be the CEO leader of men. Sure. And that, that that's the scenario.
3: And that's where a Belichick thing comes in at. Yes. That's where a Vrabel thing comes in at. Because again, those guys would hire an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but they, they are quote unquote good leaders of a locker room, a culture, that sort of thing. Yeah, if Jeffrey Louis feels like that's what this team's need, this team needs more than anything, I could see them going in that route and then hiring a new Offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Yeah. Fred's in Virginia. What's
2: happening, Fred?
0: Hey, what's going on? I call at your boy, man. I'm coming in hot with you today. Okay, come on you in hot. Say as a former player, how can you possibly say as a former player that you wouldn't want to get the greatest head coach of all time? Get Sirianni out of town. Everybody in this city should be rooting for this team to lose so that we can hurry up this process. He has a relationship with Lurie. He knows he's got stable ownership. You're telling me he wouldn't want to come here? Everybody that plays in that league would want to come to Philadelphia and play for that man. He's got 26 more wins to catch Don Shula. You're telling me he won't get 26 wins in three years of this roster? It's 15
3: 15 more wins. It's 15 more wins, and you haven't heard me say that I don't want Bill Belichick I, what I've said is I don't think Nick Sirianni deserves to be fired. But if they decided to roll with Bill
0: Belichick, I got no problem with Bill Belichick. Nick Sirianni can't do X's and O's. If you bring in Bill Belichick, you yeah. sure up that defense. He's got eight rings, Ike, four on each hand. Why are you That's still why trying, so why well, why are he he still trying to
3: convince way? me of Bill Belichick? Okay, if, they, if the Eagles were to hire Bill Belichick instead of Nick Sirianni, I'm with you, Fred. I got no problem with that. Okay, let's roll.
0: All right, I'm just, I'm just tired of all this nonsense about, oh, you can't fire Sirianni three straight playoff years. That's a bunch of bullcrap. No, it's, not a, bull crap. No, it's it. not a bunch of bullcrap.
3: No, it's not a bunch of bullcrap, Fred. No, it's not. It's not a bunch of bullcrap. There is some legitimacy I, I to, disagree. I, oh, that's fine. You can disagree. You have a right to your own opinion. I have a right to push back against your opinion. <laughs> so it's okay. But when you say it's a bunch of bullcrap, to fire coaches made it to the playoff three straight years, including the Super Bowl, you sound ridiculous. It's not bullcrap. Now you could say it doesn't mean he's above being fired, but to say it's bullcrap for anybody to, to use that as justification as to why he should stay, that's it, just nonsense. That's just you're just displaying your dislike or hate for the guy as a coach, and you don't care what he's accomplished. That's all you're really saying. Because if I take Nick Sirianni away and I put another head coach there with that resume, you wouldn't be in such of a rush to fire him. You wouldn't be in such of a rush to fire him. So what's really has happened is. People who want him fired no matter what your true feelings about Nick Sirianni is starting to come out. It's what you've always felt about him. And now there's justification for why you feel that way about him. You don't care that they made the playoffs three straight years. You want to judge him on six weeks. That's what you want to judge him on. Now he's a buffoon. He's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. But that's just the way you felt about him all the time. And when they were winning, you sounded like an idiot saying that. So now you feel validated and vindicated, so you want to get him out of here at any cost. But to say going to the playoffs three straight years, including a Super Bowl appearance,
0: is ridiculous of a reason to keep the guy. What are you talking about? TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Doncic. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
3: If your day sounds like...
1: We need the report ASAP.
3: You deserve Madella. If you've persevered through... Deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame,
4: Taurus, Taurus.
3: you deserve this ice cold reward. Madonna, the Markable Fighter. Drink Responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois. Like, what are you talking about? If I put another coach's name on that resume, you wouldn't be saying that.
2: Well, one guy who I wish, who I think wishes had Nick your resume, and frankly, this football team, would be Nick Costos. Okay. It was on the line. I forgot Nick was there. The host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to You Better You Bet for more of Nick Costos' analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Nick, how's it going, brother?
4: What's going on? And uh, I had no problem waiting there because, Ike, that was absolute fire. Um, Also, I like... I disagree a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think Eagles fans are judging Sirianni on the last six weeks. I think they're judging him on what he's done without Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon because it hasn't been great this season in Philadelphia. Just my opinion as a – sitting here in a, as a New York Giants fan in my studio here in New York City.
3: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, they've been on him all year, but my whole thing has been he's never been an ex as an old guy. Like, he's ne- that's never been his strength. Like, he hasn't called plays since the first year. My only thing is there's more frustration based off of expectations this year other than all of a sudden Nick Sirianni can't coach anymore.
4: Well, isn't it—but isn't it—it's not just, like, that the record is what it is. Isn't it to a degree—and I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I, I can go either way on it, and you guys are much more educated on this particular subject than I am. Isn't it the way that it's happened? Like, the collapse at the end of the season, the Arizona loss, mm-hmm. like, the move to Patricia, which is obviously backfired in a big way. Now, look, like, all the—I'll say this—all the Eagles fans out there, you want Sirianni out? Like, how are you going to feel on Monday night if they throttle the Buccaneers? So, like, almost like, let's see what happens here. I, I kind of understand a little bit— where where the Eagles fans are coming from, but like you are right, like in this, actually not in this calendar year, it was last year. Now it's 2024. They, they almost won the Super Bowl literally less than a year ago, so I, I think I could go either way on this one.
2: Well, well, speaking of the game on Monday, how do you how do you feel about it? I mean, the Eagles are favorites. You wouldn't know that listening to the station or listening to, to people <laughs> around here. How do you kind of see see Monday playing out?
4: So there's there's like a lot of context here that kind of like goes into the point spread of this game. So. It's kind of a, it's a crazy number. Now, for people, and I am not one of these people, but for the people out there that like make like power ratings and power rankings, and I'm not talking about like some like curtain jerk and jabroni sitting in his mom's basement like wiping (laughs) Cheeto dust on his sweatpants doing like his power rankings. I'm talking like legitimate like mathematical (laughs) power rankings of teams.
2: Oh my God. Uh, When did you come up with that I think
4: I did it for the first time yesterday. I And you really
2: liked it and you said, I'm going to bring this uh, back out. So I was (laughs) like, you know what?
4: I'm going to do this. That's the second time I've done that this week. Uh, Probably we'll do it like three or four more times this week. You sure will, buddy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um but for the people that actually make power rankings and like project point spreads, um based off the way the season ended, Tampa Bay should be favored in the game. Right. The e- the Eagles, the Eagles point differential guys is plus 5 mm-hmm. for the season. Like plus 5 and they finished obviously 5 games over. Plus 5 for the season. So I I don't even think there's any question about it and I and I know the Steelers are bad. Philadelphia at the very least enters the tournament and Eagles fans, like, you could be really mad about this. Like, this is math. It's not even me saying it. They enter the postseason as the second worst team in the tournament. Now, it just so happens that on Monday night, they'll be playing the single worst team in the <laughs> tournament. And I think that coupled with Philly's pedigree, right, where it's like it just would feel weird to see Tampa favored in this game with Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles against Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni and that defense and a team that almost won the Super Bowl last year, like, down some pieces, obviously, and we'll see about A.J. Brown, obviously, but that would be strange. So I think that's why we have the point spread being what it is here. So I think how you bet this game, and Eagles fans may not want to bet it because you want just, just want your team to win, obviously, kind of like, do you think the Eagles can just kind of roll out of bed on Monday night, like flip the switch and go back to being the dominant team they were at times during this regular season and certainly last season? Or is this going to be the team that got like, honestly, and I'm not even saying this as a Giants fan, got handled last week by my pathetic football team in week 18? Like, what's it going to be? I don't think anyone really has an idea. Now, what I can tell you guys is this point spread opened below three. Eagles like one and a half or two, yeah. I bet Philly at that number because it's just like, if you bet Tampa plus three, you need the Bucs to win the game, basically, to, to win your bet. Not to push your bet, to win your bet. I would never bet Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles in a spot like this, and injured Baker Mayfield, by the way, against Hurts and Sirianni. Um, I wouldn't lay three with Philly. I do think the Eagles will win the game in advance and then lose in the divisional round.
3: Yeah, oh, that brings some good news to, to the Delaware Valley. <laughs> Always appreciate positive. that. Always yes. positive.
2: Well, let's uh, let's quickly try to get through uh, Super Wild Card Weekend with sure. honestly your thoughts on on every game. So, Cleveland Houston uh, tomorrow, the old man versus C.J. Stroud. How do you see that one playing out?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm wacko for Flacco. I bet the Ravens <laughs> every game on their run to the Super to Super Bowl Forty Seven. It was really awesome. Um, so this is C.J. and Stroud's great. And I think he's a future star in this league, obviously, and I don't need to be a genius to see that. Um, this is a thing, right? Quarterbacks making their first career playoff start, like generally don't perform well. It's been like it's it's like a an actual trend that's actually supported by a lot of evidence here. It's Joe Flacco's sixteenth career playoff start. So like I, I don't love the Browns here. Like Houston can obviously win the game, but uh I like Cleveland. I laid the two, any number below three, I like the Browns.
2: Miami Kansas City, it's going to be, what, negative 17 degrees? Can the Dolphins really go to Kansas City and win that football game?
4: I don't know if the Dolphins can win the game. And obviously, like, we still have to find out about some injury stuff. Like, are, are Waddle and Mostert going to play? We think they are. But obviously, like, that'll matter. Kansas City will get bet up. Um, This is a contrarian bet. I think I'm going to be right. If I'm wrong, it's going to be miserable. I'll take the four and a half with Miami. It's, it's a combination of the point spread, I think, being a little too much. Like, Kansas City should definitely be favored in the game. I think we've gone out a little too far. And look, like, if you lay four and a half with Kansas City right now, you need the Chiefs to win this game by, like, six or... Or seven, or more to win your bet. And like, has this often shown you anything this year to make you think that that's just going to happen? Like, okay, now it's the playoffs and now they're going to be something different than they've been the entire season. I'm skeptical about that. So I'll take the four and a half with Miami. Hmm.
2: Now you did say that the, the bucks were the worst team heading in the postseason. Are we sure yes. it's not the Steelers.
4: Uh, no, I mean, I, if the Steelers played the Buccaneers on a neutral field, <laughs> I, I would have been Pittsburgh to win the game. Oh, if TJ oh, Watt were playing, okay. I'd feel pretty good about it. Eh, um, okay. So, Bill Steelers, I'll be really quick here. You can't bet this game right now because we don't know what the weather is going to be like on Sunday. There are potential, and, like, the total keeps getting bet down. It's 34 right now. The reason why it's 34 is not because of, like, pessimism in these offenses. It's because we could have, like, 60 mile-per-hour wins on Sunday in Buffalo, and then this is, like, not going to be a football game. This is going to be, like, Calvin Ball, like from Calvin and Hobbs, or, like, the the Monday night game the Bills and Patriots played a couple years ago where neither team could throw. Like, the Steelers can't hang with the Bills in an actual football game. This might not be an actual football game with the win being what it is. There might not be any passing in this game. So if we get to Sunday morning and the wind's going to be 50-60 miles per hour, I think you can only look to bet the underdog Steelers. Mm.
2: Dallas-Green Bay, another good matchup here. Dallas, pretty big favorites with, with Jordan Love and his first playoff game. I know you talked about uh, rookie quarterbacks or first-year quarterbacks starting a playoff game, but I don't know. Jordan Love showed me something here. How do you see uh, Dallas-Green Bay going down?
4: So I'll give you guys like a lot of the people that I respect um, who are like Bet a lot of money on games. It doesn't mean that like the bet has to win. Uh, they're basically everyone's in agreement on the over in this game. I don't know if I love it just because like both of these coaches can get tight in big situations with Lafleur and McCarthy. Also, the specter like hanging over McCarthy in this game is if they lose this game. I think by this time next week, Bill Belichick's the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I think like that's. I think McCarthy's going to get fired if the Cowboys lose this game. So he might get a little tight. Uh, I would only bet Dallas in the game. I, I I don't know how Dallas doesn't score like 35 points in this. Game yeah. I like but don't love the Cowboys.
2: Yeah, well, you were wrong about the the, the team that Belichick's gonna be coaching. That's gonna be here. But uh, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, final one here. Ram. Well, what,
4: what happens to Howie? Oh,
2: uh, he's hanging out.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, Bel- Belichick's, Belichick's coming to Philadelphia, and he's going to take orders. And I I think Howie's the best GM in the league. He's going to take orders from Howie Roseman? You really think that's going to happen? It's going to be a
2: collaborative effort, Nick. Uh, yeah, for,
4: for right. Okay. Don't worry. I'm, I'm working my way through it. All right. Yeah, good, 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 good luck with that pitch. Hey, hey, relax,
2: buddy. No, just kidding.
4: Uh, last one here,
2: Rams-Detroit. <laughs> is is the, I feel like Detroit might lose their first home playoff game in 30 years. I mean, it, it, this can't go too too well for the Lions, can it?
4: Uh, it's the most square bet of the week. Everyone likes it. The public's going to be on it. I hate that term, but I'll, it's true. Yep. Every, the public's on it. Everyone that I talk to that I respect is on it. And just because, by the way, the public likes something doesn't mean it has to lose. Uh, I think the Rams are going to win the game on on Sunday night. Give me the Rams plus the three. I'll take the Rams to win and advance to the divisional round in Detroit and the Matthew Stafford Bowl. All
2: right, Nick. It's one yeah. of the best weekends of the year, buddy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to gamble and uh, can't wait to talk to you next week.
4: And I honestly, I mean this sincerely. It's more fun when the Eagles are in it. I hope they win on Monday night and we get to talk about it next week. Wishing everybody minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very B- 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 Bill Belichick and Howie the <laughs> collaborative. Get the hell out of here, Fritz.
2: Ah, hold on. Can you give me the line you threw out there one more time of the guy in the Cheetos? Do you, do you have it memorized
4: yet? Oh, yeah. It was, um, yeah, like actual real power rated and power rankings. Not like some curtain jerking jabroni in his mom's basement wiping <laughs> Cheeto dust on his sweatpants. Yeah.
2: All right. There That's he goes. Classic. That's a classic. You better you bets on Nick Casas. Thanks, Nick. Later, guys. All right, all right brother. <laughs> Inside our calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at BetMGM. of course, listen to You Better, You Bet for more of Nick's analysis. That's quite a line. I don't think I can yeah, talk out. There.
3: Well, the only thing I got out from that was the, the wiping of Cheeto dust. Why Cheetos? Cheetos? Is that what everyone in their mom's well, basement's I mean, having I, Cheetos? I've, I've, I've been that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean I'm not in the mom's basement, but I still eat Cheetos. Well, I
2: haven't seen your big bag of, of snacks around recently. <laughs>
3: Well, that's because I haven't brought him out. Right. I'll still keep them. That's good. <laughs>
2: L.A. Shore Parks will join us next. We'll get to all your phone calls as well on who the game Monday is on. Does he think they win Monday? How does he read the current situation going on with Jeff Lurie, maybe being more involved? Is Hurts going be limited Monday? And how does he see this A.J. Brown deleting the Eagles off his Instagram? We'll get to it all with L.A. Shore Parks next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.